and welcome to the Gentle Yoga Warriors weekly podcast in association with naturemeditations.earth. So let's do this. Let's reconnect with joy once again. So as promised, this week we're going to talk about the energy of water and how it can benefit you in your life. So water is about movement, but it moves in a different way to air. It can be slow and steady. It is the element of emotions, very emotional element. If you're going to look at the star signs that are connect, if you're into that stuff, that are connected with the water sign, there's Cancerian, Scorpio, and Pisces. Lovely star signs, but also can be a bit complicated. And with emotions, um, sometimes the biggest obstacle can be to um, accept that emotion, be it positive, negative, or sad, love, joy but not get attached to it. So an unbalanced water element is overly emotional, overly sensitive, overly complicated, overly fragile, too many feelings. The water element also has connection with um, life and death matters, um, mystery, but also can have great depth and beauty. And nothing is more surreal and calming than a nice, calm lake or water. And in a sense, when we reach a point of deep meditation, we are in that deep lake, that deep water, and we're able to see the bottom, the infinite, the present moment. And as I record this podcast, I have to make sure it's the right time when I do things and it's raining outside. So it's really letting go outside. And this time is quite early on a Sunday morning when most people are sleeping and the water is pounding musically on the windows. So if you can hear a bit of that in the background, that's why. So in Sanskrit, the water element is apas. And it's the fourth of the great elements. So we've already covered air. I haven't necessarily done them in the order, but we did air, which is this time of year. Um, Water will be um, from January. Water and earth from January, but um, at the time of recording this. So water is about fluidity, physics. Water protects us. But also, like I said, if we get too much into our emotions, it can drown us at the same time. Water, we are made of so much water, our body um, couldn't survive. We are made up of so much water. Um, The human body contains about 60% water. And if you look at the um, the brain, um, the brain has about 70, 72, 73% water and the lungs are in the 80%. And um, without water, we wouldn't be able to live. So water gives life, just as earth gives life, um, water gives life as well. And when we're in the womb, we're in water, aren't we? So all in all, 
Water can be a sense of security, but also a sense of fear. So when balanced, water is cool, um, supportive, flowing, smooth, soft, wet. But when we don't drink enough water, we can then become dehydrated, lack in self-esteem, be irritable, vulnerable. So the water um, is part makes part of when I was talking about doshas, so the sister science Ayurvedic um, system. So at the moment we're in fall, autumn, so that is the vata season, which is air and ether. So after, in this part of the world, after um, Christmas from about January, we will then come into the Cappadocia, which is both water and earth. And water is responsible um, for healing and is the healing part of the Cappadocia. It's almost it's like a link between earth and heaven because the earth grows, but it needs that water that comes from the heaven to then um, stabilize life. And then the area of the body associated with this um, water element is the stomach, and uh, a lot of in a lot of holistic health, they believe that all health starts within the stomach. It's almost as if the stomach's got its own brain. So when we don't have the right amount of friendly bacteria, that can really knock us off. And if we don't drink enough water, that can really um, upset our system. So you may be listening to this podcast at any time of year. And even if you're not in spring, it doesn't mean you can't tap into water because water is always around. So when you've had a really bad day, um, a nice soak in like a um, Epsom bath is something um, which can be quite nurturing. When we go swimming, when it's a hot summer day, we like to get into the water. And um, in so many ways, you can use the energy of water to help let go, help nurture and help us be who we are. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing his name correctly, but Masura Emot, he um, did this amazing work. And for, he, unfortunately, he, um, he passed earlier on in this decade, but uh, he lived until his 70s and he was an amazing writer and businessman and um, scientist who, could, who proved that human consciousness could affect the very structure, the very molecules of water. Um, he's got an amazing, amazing book called The Hidden Messages in Water. Uh, really worth seeing, but it's absolutely amazing. It's You know when people tell you to say affirmations or if you think negatively or if you think positively how it can affect you? Well, he actually proved that with water. Um, like, he's got different pictures of molecules of water and sometimes he's, the, the water was being told love and it just made this beautiful pattern. But when it was something really negative like hate or anger, the pattern was quite distorted and awful. And if you believe that we're all connected and we're all energy, it had it proved a really, really valid point. Of course, there'll always be skeptics in them um, in the world of science and um, some of something as radical as this but the water even the water that we drink these days it's so full of um, rubbish and um, so full of chemicals which then affect our body so that was a brief introduction about the water element but how can water help you so a number of ways always make sure 
this is the obvious one, but also make sure you're always rehydrated. Make sure you drink enough water. Make sure you drink good water. So find a good filtration system and make sure you mineralize, re-mineralize the water as well. Um, I'm going to talk you through a meditation about if you're really trying to let go some sort of grief, and it may not necessarily be new grief, but it could be old grief or it could be new grief, but it's a really powerful way to kind of let go. Now, if you're a small percentage of the population who happens to live near a waterfall or some sort of running water feature, then by all means go and sit safely near that. However, if you don't have access to that, you could you could sit on the banks of a running stream as long as you're not too close to it, or you can run some water, um, so you can kind of run a bath for water and let go. But I will share the meditation with you now and just see how you get on. But the, the purpose of letting go via the water is if we let go, then we can change the molecules of our perception of life. So I wrote this particular meditation um, after I experienced the sadness of a miscarriage and it really, really helped ease some of that pain. It was probably one of the most painful things I had to go through, um, very painful and the grief, to be honest, stayed in me for quite some time. Um, there'll always be a bit of it somewhere but this meditation really helped to see how life can change. So life can be magical, yet sometimes things happen that are sad. They fill our hearts with grief. This can trigger all sorts of feelings like a sense of loss, frustration and vulnerability. Just to add, if you're about to do this meditation, make sure you're not driving or operating machinery. You can always pause the podcast and just come back to it when you can sit somewhere um, nice and peaceful. So during these difficult times, trusting that everything happens for a reason can be a challenge. And to deny our feelings and pretend that everything is okay isn't authentic either. To wallow in them is also not the most best approach. To feel the feelings and let them go um, at a compassionate pace, which is right for you and for the particular event is the best thing. Sit safely and comfortably near flowing water. The sound of water can be nourishing and help us to connect to the present. As the water Water has so many unique melodies. So even if you're running a bath, there is a melody in that. Mm -hmm. 
beautiful healing sounds. And as you do this, picture in your imagination the water flowing through your heart, cleansing out any pain as it connects with the water inside of you. Be. Feel supported in whatever grief you are processing. Next, allow your feelings to be. Don't crush them, don't deny them, but instead be the silent observer. If you need to cry a little, do. Let the water flow. Remember when we're sad, crying through the energy of water, our body releases tears. It's a natural process of being. Send your feelings a sense of compassion as you offer them to the waterfall, the running water. whatever water you, it could even be the sound of the rain outside. Just pause and be there, no need to rush. If it helps, you may want to write without the mind but with the heart into your journal while staying connected to the sound of the water. As the mind starts to wander, bring it back to the water. Inhale, raise your hands up and offer what you wish to let go to the waterfall. Exhale as you bring the arms down, imagining a love showering over you. Inhale, raise your hands up again, offer what it was you want to let go to the waterfall. As you exhale, bring the arms down, imagine love showering onto you. So sit quietly, dear one, and do some kind of nurturing yourself for the rest of the day. Take your time, dear one. Take your time to come back to the present moment, refreshed and renewed by the magical healing ability of water. So grief can be um, a hard thing at times. In my own experience of grief, some days I could feel better than others as I began to heal. I felt sending the attention out to the universe to heal had always brought me a sense of peace, patient with oneself, I feel is the key. 
There is a sacredness in tears. They are not the mark of weakness, but but of power. They speak more elegantly than 10,000 tongues. They are the messages of overwhelming grief, of deep contrition, and of unspeakable love. Washington Irving. So never forget the ability that water has to heal and nurture. And think for the next week, how many ways can you connect with water and nurture your being? And just as life is full of twists and turns, flow, storms and calm, you too can tap in to the balanced nature of water when it's at its best. So go forth, dear one, enjoy the rest of your time and join me next week for the grounding, nurturing, rich and abundant element of earth. Gentle Yoga Warriors weekly podcast in association with naturemeditations.earth. So let's do this. Let's reconnect with joy once again.